Hey, so this podcast is all about team building. And so I know that you are probably here because you're thinking about hiring or building a team, or maybe you've even started to do so, but still have a lot of questions about how to do it the right way. Growing your team is a huge step. Even if you're just thinking about it, I applaud you. And also, there are a lot of things that you might not even think about that can be absolutely disastrous for a newly growing company if you don't know that you need to be aware in advance. So I created a guidebook for you. It's called The 10 Pitfalls of Growing a Creative Team. And that's gonna help you avoid the things that can wreak havoc on your business if you're not careful. Things that I really wish someone had told me when I first started growing a team. It's a free guidebook, so you can download your copy right now. Just click that link in the top of the episode description, or you can go to hannahbjorndahl.com slash guidebook. That's H-A-N-N-A-H-B-J-O-R ndal.com slash guidebook. Hello there. We are talking about something in this week's podcast episode that a lot of people ask me about, but I actually don't talk about too much on the podcast, and that is Instagram. Instagram is a tool that I use to bring in tons of new leads each year. It's one of my most successful ways of bringing in new clients. And I think it is a great way to build your business if you use it correctly. I also think that it can be a huge time. You can waste hours each week and not get anywhere if you're not using the right strategies. So today I am talking how I personally built my own Instagram following and along with that seven principles of how I continue to grow and use it as a tool to book more. Let's jump right in and get You're listening to Everyone Wins with Hannah Bjorndahl. I'm Hannah, a creative sales strategist that turned my dream of being a wedding photographer into a six-figure company. I'll be honest, I had no idea what I was doing when I started my business. I had never even shot a wedding before, but within a year, I used my background in communication, psychology, and advertising sales to build a full-time career that had completely replaced my nine to five income. I truly believe that a great sales process can improve any business, but for us wedding photographers, I think it's the key to success. I also believe that anyone can learn and apply great sales strategies, and that's why I made this podcast. So are you ready? to apply simple yet life-changing sales strategies to your business? Then pour yourself an extra large cup of coffee and let's get started. I remember back in 2014 when I decided to start an Instagram account for my photography. Looking back, Instagram was actually relatively new in 2014, but at the time, I saw photographers that already had thousands of followers and I thought, I don't know, I think I'm too late to the game. I'm too new. Will Instagram ever be an effective tool for me? Will I ever get more than 100 followers? Well, spoiler alert, the answer is yes. When I was first starting my business, this actually ended up being one of the most useful tools in booking new clients. And it continues to be a super useful tool to us as we continue to grow Hannah Bjorndahl Photography now to three photographers. But back then in 2014 and into 2015, when I was just getting my account up and running, I was trying just about 
everything I could just to see what would stick. And through all of that, years later, with tons and tons of leads that we've received from Instagram over the years, I can now look back and reflect on how exactly it happened and why, even if during that time I wasn't conscious of what was actually going on, why this strategy was so successful. So that's what I'm talking about in today's episode. I took some time to reflect back on what exactly I do on Instagram that is so effective, and I turned that into seven principles, which when I think about it, these are principles that I follow daily on Instagram, but haven't necessarily ever put to words. So I'm excited to share them with you. Some of these concepts have come up in past episodes before, so you might be familiar with some of it, but I'm really fleshing it out today and I'm excited to share. So let's jump into these principles. Like I mentioned before, there are seven of them and I'm going to go through them one by one. The first principle that I follow that has allowed me to build this Instagram following that is profitable is that I approach Instagram with the end goal in mind first. So before you start thinking about any specific strategies, you really need to know why you're on Instagram in the first place. What are you hoping to get from Instagram? Is it new leads and clients? Are you looking to connect with other vendors? Are you hoping that it's just an account that you can point leads to after they've inquired to be a kind of social proof because you have a certain number of followers? Are you using it just as a portfolio that you direct those people back to? You really need to know what exactly you want to use Instagram for and why. So for Hannah Bjorndal Photography, there are a couple reasons that we use Instagram. First of all, we use Instagram for brand recognition. We want both potential clients and potential wedding vendor connections to recognize our brand immediately anytime they see us. And so having an active presence on Instagram is a way to stay in front of those people that we want to connect with in order to build a reputable and recognizable brand. Now the goal with brand recognition is new leads. We want those potential clients to become leads when they reach out and inquire, and we want those vendors that we connect with to be a source of great referrals. So the end goal there is booking more clients, and we're doing that through building a recognizable brand. The other reason that we use Instagram is to direct potential clients through our lead magnet to our email newsletter for engaged couples. The end goal with this email newsletter is Also, brand recognition that leads to a new lead and then someone booking us. This is just a step up in that strategy to give a couple even more brand recognition and reason to trust and love us in advance before they're even ready to reach out, maybe before they're even engaged. But you can see that the end goal is always to bring in new business for us. And we have a couple different strategies on Instagram for doing so. So knowing that that is the goal has helped me make decisions and know what to post and when to post, all those different decisions that I need to make about Instagram, the root of those is booking new clients. And knowing my plan for booking new clients, which is brand recognition and having couples on our email newsletter, that is really, really helpful. And it sets up the rest of our strategy for success. Now we use Instagram for a few other reasons at this point, but these are the ones I wanna talk about today because they're specific to our wedding clients and they're how I've been able to book a lot of weddings using Instagram. So principle number one, start with the end goal in mind. Second principle, Instagram should be used to solidify and strengthen our networks. So if I want to bring in these new leads, the low-hanging fruit on Instagram 
are those accounts who I have a mutual connection with in some way. So what I need to do is make that connection in an organic way so that person is aware that I exist or is reminded who I am and then makes that personal connection. That person is going to be way more interested in following along with me and then afterwards following, interacting than someone who has no idea who I am and zero personal connection to me. So the best way that I have found to make a connection with someone who has a mutual connection with me and also is kind of in the range of who I would call an ideal client or potentially an ideal client is to connect with that person when I've recently posted a photo of someone that they know. So my best example for this is after almost every single wedding that we shoot, we post a wedding photo of that couple. We try to do it as quickly as possible. And then I go over to their Instagram account after tagging them. And I look at their feed and the people who are tagged and the people who are commenting and liking the post that that bride or groom has posted recently. And typically, the people that I find are people that I recognize from the wedding. They might be bridesmaids or family members or just guests that posted a photo at the wedding with that couple's hashtag. And I start interacting with those people in a natural way. I look at their recent posts and I'll comment and like them. I will follow them. I keep it 100% genuine. I don't think there's a lot of value in being fake or using canned repeated responses. I think there is tons of value in being genuine and taking the extra time it takes to pick out a favorite photo in their feed and comment on it in a genuine way. Now you might be wondering what I do when it comes to private accounts because a lot of times these personal accounts are private. I actually love when accounts are private because if I request to follow, that person is going to have to approve my follow request, which means they're probably going to hop over to my account to see who I am. And then they're immediately going to see that picture of the person that they know. I actually think it's harder to get public accounts interacting and following me back because my new follow or my new comment can get lost in their list of likes and comments and follows. But for someone who has a private account, they actually have to go in and individually manually approve each of their follow requests, which means they give my account a lot more attention. So I follow a lot of private accounts and then I'm able to check back a few days later. I'll look at my client's friends list again and their followers and I can see who followed me back, who accepted my request. And this has been a very successful and organic way to grow my following in a way that allows me to strengthen my net works of clients because if I wowed a client and they loved working with me and then I'm interacting with all of their friends, those friends are probably going to hear from that couple about how much they loved working with me at some point. They're also, if they're following me, they're going to see the photos I posted from that wedding. And again, it builds up the brand recognition And it also allows for me to become a favorite within that group of friends. Because the best thing here is when a whole group of friends starts to follow me and become fans of my work, that is the best brand recognition possible. And just a quick note about brand recognition. When I say brand recognition, I'm simply talking about your wedding photography business and people remembering who you are. And not just remembering, but remembering you fondly and becoming a fan long term. So the second principle that I follow when it comes to Instagram is that my goal is to solidify and strengthen my networks. The third principle that I follow on Instagram is that I value engagement over followers. Back to that end goal, I want people to see me. My list of followers for the most part should already be somewhat engaged 
with me and know who I am. Like I mentioned in that last principle, I really focus in on broad networks of people that I'm already connected to. So when I'm actually posting, my goal is to engage with the people who already follow me rather than trying to build up this big list of followers and have thousands and thousands of followers that I don't know. If I am posting every single day and have 50,000 followers, but no one is seeing that, that's not actually going to get me to my goal of booking new clients. They're not going to remember who I am. I'm just going to be some random photographer to them who isn't even showing up in their feed. So spend time considering who you're talking to and what would matter to them Rather than building up this big list of followers and being concerned that you don't have enough followers, you've probably heard other people talk about this before too, but it really is true that the list of followers you have, that number, it's really not that important if your goal is booking new clients through your Instagram. Ultimately, I'm looking to reach that ideal client. And just as a side note, if you're listening in and you feel a little bit shaky on who your ideal client is and have a hard time thinking about how you would reach them on Instagram or anywhere else, I actually had a recent podcast episode with guest Erin Youngren where we talked all about how to identify and market to your ideal client. So I would highly recommend checking out that episode. That is from a couple weeks ago. It's episode number 28. Go check that out. It is going to help you get set up for success in this area. So for me personally, I have five core values that I look for in an ideal client. Now, these aren't values that I post front and center on my website. This is something that's somewhat internal, and yet I weave them in to my marketing. So on Instagram, in every single one of my posts, I'm aiming to hit on one of those five values because I know that's going to speak to my ideal client. And I'm also aware that all those people along the way that I have followed who are a part of my past clients' networks, not every one of those people is going to be an ideal client. So I'm still working on attracting the right people, getting those people in the door. I'm thinking about those values that I share with my ideal client and making sure I weave that in to the content of my posts. And then immediately after posting, I am going and engaging with other accounts that follow me and that I follow. I'm responding to comments on my post and I'm being an active presence on Instagram. So that is how I follow principle number three, which is engagement over number of followers. My fourth principle that I follow when it comes to Instagram to book new clients is that I am consistent. Being consistent to me has nothing to do with an algorithm or trying to beat an algorithm and everything to do with showing up regularly for my followers. I want to be on their radar and show them that I have a thriving business. I want to constantly be making a personal connection with them. So to me, posting regularly says that I am serious about my business, I'm professional, and that I'm reliable. And those are the things that I want to communicate at kind of a base level to potential clients. And then, like I mentioned before, I'm weaving in those additional values to my posts. But being consistent and showing up regularly is going to automatically communicate your professionalism, and that you're successful. On the flip side, if a client goes to your Instagram feed because a friend told them about you and they see you haven't posted for like weeks or months, that's going to communicate that, oh, they might not be actively working in the wedding industry. They might not be that successful. So if you're going to have an Instagram presence, make sure that you are consistently posting. My fifth principle goes right along with that fourth one, and that is to plan ahead. Good content, as I'm sure you have found, never happens on the spot. So you need to plan ahead. 
if you want to have an effective strategy. So using all the tools that I've mentioned so far and that I'll continue to share, make a plan for how you are going to post regularly and then prepare in advance so that when the time comes to make that post, you don't really have to do any additional work. So I highly recommend the app Planoly. Maybe you've heard of it. That's the app that I use to plan out my feed. And I typically try to plan my feed out either one week or two weeks in advance. Some people do it even further out than this. I have found that one to two weeks is my sweet spot. It allows me to post things that are somewhat recent or new, but also I'm not constantly in the Planoly app making a new plan for my posts. There are a lot of great apps out there that you can use to plan out in advance and arrange your grid exactly how you want it to look. So plan out your images and also plan out captions. I find that the captions take just as long, if not longer, than choosing the images. So this is something you want to do in advance as well. The bottom line with planning ahead is that you're being intentional and you're being strategic. You're doing this for a purpose and a reason with a strategy behind it. If you find yourself just posting at the last minute, trying to make a decision, writing a caption on the fly, That's not strategic and that's not going to be effective long term. You're going to feel like you're spinning your wheels. You're going to feel like Instagram isn't working for you. And I want you to avoid that. So definitely plan ahead. My sixth principle for you is to be selective in what you post. If you don't have the content to post every single day, then don't. That's okay. Think about what would draw your ideal client in and do not stray from that. I know I mentioned before that you want to be showing up consistently, but consistently doesn't mean every day. It could mean once or twice a week. It could mean twice a day. But regardless, you need to be selective about the imagery you're using and the content that you're posting in the caption. This should be a highlights reel of your work, of your portfolio. You should be proud of every single image on your feed And I'm speaking specifically to photographers here, but even more than being proud of those images, you should be confident that they're going to speak to your ideal client. One last note about this, you can totally reuse your favorite images, the images that you know speak to your ideal client, because more than likely over time, especially in the wedding industry, there is kind of a limited amount of time for a potential client to be a potential client because if they're engaged, they're eventually going to get married and no longer need your services. So they're either going to work with you or they're not, which means that every few months you can reuse an image that you've used in the past if you know it's effective and speaks to your ideal client. I have a few favorites that I use annually or semi-annually because I just love them so much and I know they are the picture-perfect representation of my brand and they speak to my ideal client. So my sixth principle is be selective And then finally, principle number seven, utilize stories and reels on Instagram. Okay, so I have to admit that I added this one and it's something more that I wish I had used early on and continue to push myself to use. I definitely have not mastered either one of these. However, when I have used them, I have seen that it works really effectively in bringing people in and getting people engaging with me and with what I'm posting. Instagram stories can be a behind the scenes look at your life. They can be live videos showing how you work. Videos where you're talking at the camera, it's your face. These are super effective because they're super personal and people are going to get to know you. However, not everyone has the gift of being good on camera. So if that's not you, that's okay. I actually think that just simply posting your work to your stories versus just in your feed, that's going to draw more people in as well. Stories have great visibility. You are way more likely to be seen if you post something to a story versus your feed. So I definitely encourage you 
to utilize that and experiment with it. There's always new things coming out for Instagram. So anytime something new comes out, you at least need to check it out, see how it works and see if you can make it effective for your own business. I have used all of these strategies, all of these principles pretty much daily in my Instagram journey. As I've been building my business and bringing in new clients, Instagram has just been such a great way to connect with past clients' networks in a really natural and organic way that doesn't feel forced, it doesn't feel weird, and it's allowed me to stay on these people's radar long term so that when they get engaged and they need a photographer, I'm someone who comes to the top of mind. So I really hope that these principles have been helpful to you. I hope you can go and implement them right away. Some of these have a little bit more to do with mindset and strategy. The others are much more practical. So there's a good mix in this episode of principle and action-oriented items. And so I hope you'll take both and use them to build your business and grow and have a strong Instagram strategy. It is always a joy to record these podcasts and share what I know with you. I hope that today's episode has been super helpful. I love hearing from you and a lot of you listening have reached out to me, which I have just loved. If you want to be a part of our private Facebook community, I'd love to see you there. You can join at hannahbjorndahl.com slash Facebook. You can also read the show notes and get some of the resources I mentioned by going to everyonewinspodcast.com slash 33. You can also click the link in the description for this podcast episode to get those show notes. If you haven't already, definitely make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you loved this episode, please leave me a five-star review. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week. Thanks so much for joining me on another episode of Everyone Wins. I hope you learned something new that you can take to your own business and apply right away. I am all about flipping traditional sales on its head and creating an amazing and unforgettable client experience. It brings me so much joy to share this information with you and see how you apply it. Thanks again for joining me this week and I hope I'll see you next week.